Hello, and welcome to the Anti-Fragile Tarot Podcast. This is your resident card slinger, Susanna, uh, recording for another Witchy Wednesday. So, sorry about the accidental hiatus. As I may have mentioned, I am in nursing school, and my time has just gotten taken up by that. Um, I also wanted to give you a heads up. Due to my situation right now, both with school and with finances, my podcast is going to go to once a month. I'm hoping that I can bring that back up to twice a month uh, within a couple of months. I'm, I'm waiting for my financial aid to come in, quite honestly. Uh, but for now, I've had to jump down a couple levels for my hosting. So that's part of why it's been a delay. Um, also, to get some more housekeeping out of the way... I wanted to make a correction from my last podcast. I know that was several weeks ago now. Um, one of my lovely fans reminded me and, and called me in about saying Chinese New Year. It's not just a Chinese New Year. It's a Lunar New Year that several different countries and cultures observe. So considering it a Lunar New Year is a more inclusive term. And you know, Know better, do better. So I wanted to talk today about occult practices and self-care. I don't know if I've really talked about this in depth before. I think maybe I have. So I think I've I've covered this a little bit, but I'd like to dedicate an entire podcast to it. Too often, in, in any kind of work that we do, whether it's spiritual work or you know, keeping our family in line or, or really anything that we're doing, it can be really easy, especially in Western culture and especially in America, to overwork yourself, to neglect yourself and what you need, whether that manifests in eating crappy food, even though you know it makes you crappy, even though you don't really want to be eating it just because it's what's around. Listen, I work at a hospital. I hit up those vending machines way more than I should. There is no judgment from me on this one. Um, Whether that is not taking the time to do things that feed you, feed your soul, you know, a hobby or just just rest. Rest in general is really important, not getting enough sleep. So all of that, you know, those are things we need to pay attention to in our daily mundane lives with in general. But it's really, really important when it comes to our occult practices. Especially if you're doing tarot work or spell work that involves other people. That's where it really gets important to, you know, work on yourself and your boundaries. I I know I had a whole episode about reading for other people and establishing those boundaries. And, you know, just as a reminder, it's important to be able to tell someone, no, I don't feel comfortable reading for you. No, I don't feel comfortable reading about this subject. Knowing when to to cut an interaction short um, and not feeling like you have to be on tap for your friends. That's all important. Um, But, you know, you also need to establish certain things to make sure that you are the best practitioner that you can be. Now, I feel like it's important to say that in the magical sub-community, you're, you're going to get, or subculture, I should say, 
you may see a slightly higher incidence of people who have mental health concerns. Um, you can also see that in the academic community. So this is not a judgment on us or on either one, because I consider myself an academic as well. But um, you need to remember that just struggling with mental health does not mean that you can't dabble in the occult. What it does mean is that you need to be extra, extra, extra careful. Um, you know, you need to establish your own boundaries if your mental health involves delusional thoughts. And you also need to make sure that you're including some kind of grounding practice. Um, again, a lot of this has a correlation with the mundane. You know, my therapist gave me a really great recommendation about, you know, listening for the furthest sound when I start to feel overwhelmed and stressed out. Of course, part of the problem is that I start to feel overwhelmed and stressed out when I'm relatively alone and then quiet, but, you know, that's another issue entirely. That's a personal thing. Um, physical grounding exercises are often recommended for anxiety or dissociative episodes. They're also really important for magical practice. Part of that is getting you into what we call a Gnostic state, G-N-O-S-T-I-C. Um, tapping into that Gnostic state is how we experience spirituality, how we, how we feel like we can make things work. Um, you know, it's important to establish that, you know, that that's why we call in the corners and have whatever blessings you may have at the beginning of a, of a spell or a ritual. And those of us who, you know, do divination, read tarot, read runes, we also, some of us have different practices for that. Um, for me, it's, it's not, I don't have too much that I do. You know, there's a, there's a mental centering, but there's, you know, when I have my, my tarot space for somebody, I always, I always start out with, you know, is there anything in particular that's on your mind? It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter how you say it. You know, you can, you can say, is there anything that you would like to ask spirit that you need to know if that's part of your practice? But having having some kind of phrasing, you know, it, it's Pavlovian. It, it gets that, you know, when you hear that phrase or when you speak that phrase or when you make that hand motion, that, that triggers the state in you once you start to associate it well enough. So, you know, make sure that you're working on that. Um, and again, don't push yourself to do more than you can do at any given point. For professionals, that's a much harder line to draw because we're doing this for a living. You know, it doesn't matter how busy I am. I have seven patrons on Patreon who are expecting readings once a month, and I'm going to deliver them no matter what. Does that mean that I'm going to pick the busiest day in my schedule? No, I'm going to plan. I'm going to say, okay, I have an hour. Let me get this all set up, you know, so... I spent some time today with my cards, thinking about each patron, shuffling, drawing out their cards, and I'm going to chuck them all into my documents, and I have them ready to go to start typing on. Um, you know, when you're doing an event, make sure that you're scheduling them appropriately. And obviously, you're not always going to know 
when you're going to start feeling overwhelmed. You know, those things can sneak up on you. But you have to know yourself. And if you realize that you're at a time in your life where reading professionally is not a good idea, then then stop. It's better to close up shop, even temporarily, of your own volition than to have a big blow up and completely wreck your reputation. I, you know, I would much rather find out that someone I wanted the reading from is on a hiatus and then hopefully I can come back to them and get a reading when they're feeling better. Or, you know, there's a million other readers out there. Um, I think a lot of us who do this kind of thing, a lot of us who do spells for friends, a lot of us who do readings or divination for friends, we often feel like this is something that we need to do, that, that they're relying on us, that they're depending on us. And a lot, I think a lot of the reason that a lot of us are drawn to this study and this practice is that we like to help people. We like to be able to help them figure their stuff out. But you're not going to be any good to them if you're not working on that in yourself. Um, you know, and don't don't press yourself if, if the sabbats and the esbats are something that's important to you. You know, if, if doing a full moon or a new moon ritual is something that's important to you, do what you can to the best of your ability. Your best is not always going to be the same. Sometimes you're going to be able to prepare a whole, you know, dumb supper, as they call it. And sometimes you're going to be able to write out a, a lovely invocation. And sometimes you're just going to light a candle and say, all right, that's what I got today. Sometimes you're just going to throw out your... Or throw your crystals on the windowsill to charge, you know? And that's all right. Um, it's really important, though, that you maintain this level of self-care. And yes, I, you know, self-care can be bubble baths, and it can be hobbies, and it can be your favorite movie. Sometimes self-care is hard. Sometimes it is taking your psych meds when you feel like they dull you, and they may, you may feel as if they dull you spiritually, but what kind of spiritual practitioner are you going to be if you are experiencing, you know, whatever whatever it is that you experience, if you're having debilitating panic attacks, if you're having psychosis, if your mania means that, you know, you're doing something like stealing, you know, grave dirt or, you know, doing something totally ridiculous and not okay for the sake of your craft or a depression that causes you to, you know, lose your job. You're not going to be a very good practitioner if you don't have a place to practice. So, you know, I feel like sometimes the magical community can be a little bit um, alienating to people who are who are really serious about their mental health, particularly people who may be medicated. And you know, really just it's important that we start to break that stigma you you can do both i'm very big on both you know there's there'll be plenty of times where i will draw either the queen of cups or the six of swords and those two cards very very frequently mean check in with a mental health professional um so you know listen listen to those messages from yourself when you start feeling overwhelmed take a step back you don't need to do, you know, a, a big Celtic cross reading for someone. You know, you can offer them the three card reading instead. Um, and you know, and this this 
also means that we should play around with things, especially for professionals. My friend Rory at Sassafras Tarot, she just realized that she vastly prefers doing timed readings to per card readings. I also found that to be less stressful. Um, I like having a clear, all right, I spent five minutes with you. This is, this is fair. Um, as opposed to let's go over these three cards for the next 25 minutes. Um, you know, of course I invite people to message me with their concerns. I invite people to take pictures of their reading and you can always contact me, but we have to establish those boundaries for everybody's sake. So that's something else to keep in mind. Um, don't always feel like you have to be going 500 extra miles. You're, you're much better off consistently practicing your, whatever your preferred path of spirituality is, you know, consistently doing three card readings or two card readings or daily card. Again, I'm not a fan of daily cards. I don't like one card readings, but that's a personal thing. A lot of people love them. And, you know, I, whatever, whatever is going to get you to be doing it consistently is going to be better than going all out once or twice a year. Um, don't tell that to, to the Jews though, because a lot of us kind of just go all in during the high holy days and then feel a little bit lost. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm not really practicing what I'm preaching here, but I'm trying and, you know, it's important to know when, when to take a step back. And it's also important to know when you can lean on your practice. You know, right now I am, you know, nursing school is, is a lot and I have, you know, stuff going on at my job and managing my household, you know, three cats. It's, it's, it's a lot on my plate, but I find a great joy in doing tarot events for people and reading for people. And I'm also doing the weekly Torah readings right now, which I may start doing a video of my thoughts on the weekly Torah passage and posting that on my Patreon. Don't forget that I have a Patreon where you can sign up for a monthly reading. Um, Because it's harder to do time-based things on there, I do them per card. But it's analogous to how I'm pricing it in person. Um, and you can find me at Patreon, on Patreon, at Antifragile Tarot. So, you know, you have to really figure out what makes you feel best and most grounded and work from there. Does it mean diving more into your spirituality? When you're feeling lost, a lot of people find comfort in their religion or their practices. Other people need to take a step back. There's no shame in either. You know, don't let anybody tell you that you're just using this as a crutch. Unless you are. You know, you kind of know when you are. When you're, when you find yourself seeking readings over and over on the same topic in a very short span of time, that's a sign that you should be taking a step back because you're just spamming cards at that point to get the answer that you want to hear. If you know the answer that you want to hear, make it happen. The tarot cards can't do that for you. They can only be a way for you to, to think about it over and over and over. Um, you know, other ways I guess that it can be a crutch if you're, you know, again, if you're doing magic and you're not doing anything in your mundane life, to 
work on it, then you need to take a step back and evaluate. But don't be afraid to do little things to boost yourself. You know, as I think I mentioned, I like to braid spells into my hair for alertness or, you know, something, something physical and intrinsic for protection. I do that a lot because, you know, I deal with crazy things at work. Um, it's really about finding that balance in your life between what makes sense for you at this point in your life and what you want to be doing and how you're going to reconcile those two things. Just make sure that you're not subsuming yourself because you feel like you need to be the the most all the time, you know. Don't jump into a really dense new course of study when you have a major job deadline coming up. You know, I had to take a step back from my astrology studies because nursing studies are kind of taking priority and that's okay. I'm totally okay with that because astrology will still be there when I'm on my winter break, you know, um, and I'm doing what I can, you know, I'm playing with my little astro dice, which are super fun. Um, you know, don't feel like you need to learn a whole new tarot system right now. Stick with the deck that you like. Uh, I I simplified this month for my Patreon readings, and I did all of my Patreon readings with the Halloween tarot. Because it's October! Let's get spoopy! Um, but, you know, normally I select a deck based on what I think the person needs in their life right now. Everyone gets a Halloween deck this this time, and that's both because it's topical for the month and because that's what I feel the most comfortable doing a reading with right now. And I would rather deliver the best reading that I can, even if it's not the most super fancy, crazy thing I could possibly have come up with. I'd rather do that than deliver what I think will be a subpar reading because I'm trying to be super fancy. I'm also not going to schedule events right before big tests anymore. I'm trying to remember if I've done that for my next test. It's entirely possible that I did. But, you know, I've also developed a system where I can study. Um, As important as your spiritual practice may be to you, do not let it get in the way of your mundane life. Unless you have the kind of life where, you know, you live on a in a monastery or something or, you know, all that. But you, if you're willing to make that big risk, that's entirely on you. But don't feel as if you have to in order to be a good practitioner. You know, it's sort of like veganism. You do it to the best of your ability. So I hope that this has been a useful little peek into self-care and spirituality for you. If you have anything that you'd like to add, please don't hesitate to contact me at antifragiletarot at gmail.com. You can also, if you want to get monthly readings from me, hit up my Patreon. Again, I'm antifragiletarot on there. Or you can also hit up my Etsy at antifragiletarot or just email me to set up a reading. My next events will be this Thursday, October 19th, at Liberty Science Center after dark for Zomptoberfest. There is a an entrance fee for this one, so it's not a free event. 
The uh, tickets online are $20. I'm not sure if you can still buy them online. At the door, they'll be $25. Uh, there will be great beers. There's going to be a doom zoo. I'm not entirely sure what is involved in that, but it sounds spoopy. Uh, and there will also be food plates from Midnight Market, New Jersey for 5 bucks. So that's going to be a really fun time. I'll be reading cards there all night, having a couple beers myself. Probably not too many. Uh, you know, drunk gnosis is fun, but not when people are paying me money for my readings. And it's going to be a blast. So that is going to be from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock on Thursday at Liberty Science Center in Jersey City. I hope to see someone there. Um, I may, I won't have another podcast before this one. I'm also going to be working at the Kids and Pets Historic Harsmith Halloween Parade. Uh, it's a costume parade with prizes for kids and for pets. So I'm going to be working that. That's going to be at 96 Sussex Street behind PS16 in Jersey City. And that's going to be from 12 to 4 this Sunday, October 22nd. Uh, if you're listening to this after that, I guess this is not useful for you. Sorry, can't travel back in time. Um, and I should have a podcast before this one, but just in case I don't, I'm also going to be doing this really awesome two-day oddities event at Cathedral Hall in Jersey City, and that is on 380 Montgomery Street. It's a two-day event, all sorts of oddities, vendors from, you know, jewelry made out of bones to handcrafted lotions and candles, um, all sorts of cool stuff, some geeky stuff, some uh, you know, pyrography on wood. It's, it's a really great event. I've loved all the ones that I've worked. That's going to be Saturday, November 4th and Sunday, November 5th from 12 to 6 both days. No entry free, No entry fee. It's totally free. I'll be reading cards. Six hours each day. I'm going to be very tired after. If you want me at my most fresh, I would suggest you come Saturday. But Sunday's going to be a blast too. So I hope to see you at any of these events. And I am going to let you know, hopefully by next week, when I will be getting back to a weekly or bi-weekly podcast. For now, let's shoot for the middle of the month for podcasts, and it's going to be once a month, just till I get back on it. Um, give me a month or two, and we'll we'll get where we're going. Please don't hesitate to email me any suggestions or ideas for my next podcast. What would you like to hear me ramble on about for roughly half an hour? Uh, if I do stick to once a month, would you like a longer podcast instead, or do you prefer these shorter bursts of podcasts? Please let me know. I'm happy to accommodate. I'm here for you. So I hope you have a witchy and or wonderful Wednesday and week, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.